Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forster, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. This week on The Sipping Point, we're going to talk to Greg Nivens, founder of the Great Grapes Festival. So we're going to talk about the first one that's happening in Reston, Virginia. And then he also has the National Harbor Festival, which is at National Harbor, Maryland. And we're going to talk about that in the beginning of May. He set up right here in studio for us a taste off between the wines of Virginia and the rest of the world. So we're going to see who's the winner today, at least according to Greg and I. (laughs) And then we're going to talk to Chef Mike Isabella about his book, new cookbook called Crazy Good Italian. And we're going to find out what else he's been up to because he is a busy, busy chef. So that's what we're doing. The first segment of every show are Sips of the Week Sometimes we only have two, but this week we have four because in studio with me is Greg Nivens from Trigger Agency, and they put on all kinds of festivals, but wine certainly is a big part of that. And you have the Great Grapes Festivals all over the area, as well as National Harbor. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I like any guest who brings four bottles of wine, okay? We have more. We have more. We can stay. Let's go a second hour. I know. We we need a second hour. Write in if you think we need a second hour. Uh, But we're here, and we have four wines, two whites, two reds. And you thought it'd be fun to have a little challenge side by side because the first festival we're going to focus on is the uh, Reston Great Grapes, and that is solely... Really focusing on Virginia wine, right? All Virginia wines, and quite honestly, the Virginia wineries are just phenomenal. It's exploding. It's, it's they've spent the last thirty years perfecting their craft or whatever. But right, which they is are really amazing. Young. Yeah, if you look at Europe, thirty years is like you know. Yeah. Oh, a blip, it's very young. It's blip. very young. I mean, they don't have the vineyards being grown right up to the to the roads quite yet, like they do in Bordeaux, but. Uh, they are some fantastic wines, wineries in Virginia, and they make great wines. And we love that show in Reston. And Reston, I think we're on our seventh year or so in Reston. Great. And, and it's uh, April 27th, 27th and 28th. 28th. I'm speaking on the 27th, the great. Saturday. I'm yeah. really excited about that. going to be doing a little wine tasting and comedy mixture with some of my favorite Virginia wines. But in addition to the seminars, and there are cooking seminars and wine seminars, you have great bands. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, just this really fun atmosphere in that town center, isn't it? You have it? fun. And we've actually moved it this year. The exciting thing we've done this year is... We've taken the whole festival and we've moved it into the main street of Reston Town Center. Oh, that is new. So it's kind of interesting. We have uh, two big wine garden areas. We still are utilizing the lawn for uh, one of the wine gardens. But then the pavilion where they do ice skating and things like that in the winter, that now is going to be all wines. Uh, And then we have exhibits that stretch all up and down, all over. We've taken over the the town center. It's it's really going to be fun. It's beautiful there. Beautiful. And if you want to check out the entertainment schedule, everything going on, it's uncorkthefun.com. And you click on the Rest and Festival in April. There's another one in the fall that I'll be with you. And and there's one in Hunt Valley that's coming up in June. But let's go ahead and get started here with these two whites. What do we have in... 
in the two glasses here. Well, we've got uh, from Virginia, we have Rappahannock Cellars with their Viognier. Okay. Uh, and I know you are a fan of Viognier. I'm a big fan. It uh, is one of the signature grapes of Virginia for sure. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful bouquet. Smells so nice. Yeah, and it has Try a really a wonderful, um, you know, fragrant nose to mm. it. But then on the palate, it really has real strength and, and spice on the finish. Opens up, it's full, really, really nice. Definitely a lot of floral there, um, but very tasty. And, uh, you know, the honeysuckle and everything else is there. I get some peach in that. And, and you f- you find that in a lot of the Virginia uh, varietals and di- different things that they do in Virginia. But the Viognier is... It's got a little hint of sweetness, so it's perfect it for does. the spring. It does, and I was just going to say that because even though this is a dry wine, if you know somebody who hasn't branched out yet from their white Zin or their Riesling, this is a great oh, definitely gateway a good <laughs> wine. It's a gateway it, wine. It's a gateway weight into the rest <laughs> of the uh, dry wine world. And I think you know, even your great aunt or your mom, even if they're not big wine drinkers, Chilled up on a summer day with some crab or something. This would be really, really good. Crab or crab a wonderful chicken salad. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Maybe some melon. Oh. So a great you know, example of a Virginia Viognier. And what are you putting up against that in this smackdown of Viognier? Right, smack- well, see, the problem is there's no smackdown. These guys hold their own against everybody in the world. That's the beauty of the Virginia wineries. Uh, they are just fantastic. We are going up uh, a Domaine Grand Veneur. Uh, a Blanc de Vignet, a Blanc de Vignet, they call it, uh, nice. from the Rhone. So it is... So a white Rhone. White Rhone with with all of the pleasures and loves of Rhone, because mm. I'm a Grenache freak and I love the Rhone. Now, the nose is different. It's a little bit um, brighter and a little bit like younger fruit versus where the other one was much more ripe and, and lush. More, more florally. This, I get just such a nice... Clean. It's very clean. Don't be freebasing that. Mm. <laughs> it's like snorting the Viognier over here. Um, so this one, it's very classic too for Old World because it's a little bit of a cooler climate. It's just a little bit lighter in body and a little bit more of that acidity. Perfect, finish. Perfect yeah. acidic finish that just it war- it takes over your whole mouth and it's just oh. And the, and the idea here is that your National Harbor Festival, which we'll talk about after the break. Focuses on wines from all over the world, whereas yes. Rustin will be all Virginia. And so we're just kind of seeing how this same grape can be so different from one place to another, but still beautiful. Oh, yeah. Of course, according to the terroir, where you're going to pull it from. Exactly. But there is beauty all over the place. Well, terroir is that fancy French word that Which means, means terror. Place. I'm, I'm frightened. Ter- no. <laughs> I'm scared of wine. That's okay. not what it means? Listeners, you can't believe anything Greg says. <laughs> But it means that the grape uh, expresses itself by the place. That's why a California cab and a Bordeaux primary cab aren't going to be the same. That's why you you grew up. Where did you grow up? I grew up in North Carolina. And I grew up in Jersey. And, you know, we're just different. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But we're both both fun. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with Greg Nivens to talk about more about the Rustin Great Grapes Festival and the National Harbor Food and Wine Festival. We'll be right back. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at noon on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back 
with Greg Nivens, who's here representing two of the festivals he runs. One, Great Grapes in Reston, Virginia. The other one is the National Harbor Food and Wine Festival, and that's in National Harbor, Maryland. And if you haven't been to National Harbor, it's an amazing place. It's like a little town in the middle of nowhere with everything you need. You never need to leave that place. Nope. You've got hotels and restaurants and a store that has all peeps. Oh yeah, they have the peep the store. Peep store. Yep, and we have ice cream. And I mean the candies. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> they have a cheese teeny or cheese teak. I just cheese heard about teak. cheese yep. teak wine bars, restaurants. But your festival is there, and not only does it have great wine, you have an amazing lineup of speakers. I'm mm. not just me. You've got uh, Mike Isabella, who's on the show coming up here. Voltagios mm-hmm. are going to be there. Coming out. All, Scott Druno uh, from, uh, exactly. from the folks at uh, Spago's, for, yeah. from uh, Wolfgang Puck's folks. My friend Dave Zeno from the Beef Council is coming. Oh, yes. He's going to tell us everything about making great beef. But this festival focuses on international wines from all over, which is why we're doing our little lineup between Virginia and international wines. And and beer and spirits. You're right. Because you know what? That beer garden gets and really scotch. crowded and popular. Oh, yeah. They love that. I love it. And I don't yeah. know if my friend Mark Strubin, the master beer sommelier, is going to be there. But I don't know if he, he is or not. He sometimes comes with Stella Artois. With Stella. Oh, yeah. 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 He, I think he taught he me how to Stella. pour a perfect beer last year. Oh, it's they do a great job. Uh, all the folks from Bob Hall are really, 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 really supportive of us. And we should say that that's May fourth and fifth weekend, and I right am on speaking on Saturday the fourth, right on the Potomac. If you want to check it out online, it's wineandfoodnh.com. For all of our events, they can reach at drinkeatrelax.com. Good point. Yeah, you can get every event that we do, and the websites are up at the very top. So if you want to go the show website, just click right there. And that's my three favorite things to do. Drink, yeah. eat, and relax. Yes. How, that's easy to remember. That's also your Twitter handle and your Facebook page. So yes. if you want to check them out there. But we have two reds now that we're going to line up here. One Virginia, one international. What do we have here? Well, the Virginia is Barbersville Merlot. Okay. Uh, this is an 11. And I, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if this is a great year or not, but it's a great wine. What I love about Barbersville is they really are an amazing winery. Great influence of Italian there because they're owned by the Zonin family in Italy. Mm. And um, they really have just an old world style, even though it's here in the new world. It is fantastic wine. It really is. It's just nice primary fruit, red fruit there. Very smooth on the finish. It's not trying to be a powerhouse Merlot. This is a... Perfect drinking, drinking Merlot. Perfect drinking wine. <laughs> I know. This I goes shouldn't with, say I'm that, sitting. I'm getting hungry drinking it. That's right, the problem. It has you that want good some food. Balance that you want to take a bite of something at this point. Yeah, love it. So that's coming from the Charlottesville area. And if you get a chance to visit, and I have done so, um, they have a beautiful restaurant there, Palladio, and they do wine pairings at the restaurant. It's really a cool place. Not been there yet. We're going there. Go. We're going there go. end of May. Oh, you're yeah, going to have a great very time. Very excited about that. Okay. And um, the next wine, right side by side, what do we have? Uh, we have the uh, La Postale, which is the Cuvée Alexandre. Mm. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Uh, this is the Apalta Vineyard. This is an 08. Yes, Merlot. from the Colchagua, which is like their Napa. And it has an incredible in bouquet with this, this beautiful... And you can tell, right, you know, it's so funny from the nose, the smells like a New World wine Mm -hmm. next to the Barbersville, which is so interesting being from Virginia. But you get a little more of that new oak smell on it, but also the earthiness is there. 
Mm. It smells like a bigger Merlot. Does it, it taste like, like one? Yeah, it's definitely got a little bit more punch there. A few more tannins. Oh, yeah. this You want to have a big, steak. juicy steak, something. Oh, yeah. Yep. Something with a, some good animal proteins. Maybe some moose. Yeah. <laughs> so let's suck us some moose. Some boar. Or Italian. Bison. You need Italian, like... Uh, some bolognese yeah. sauce. Oh, yeah. Something good like that. Maybe some fantastic everyday Italian or whatever. I love that. Uh, and we're going to be talking about guest. crazy good Italian with Mike Isabella in the go. next segment, which is going to be really fun. So let's talk about this. At both of the festivals, I know at National Harbor there are different level tickets. You can get a VIP ticket, which who doesn't want to be a VIP, right? Well, it's uh, in, in Reston specifically, we have a new VIP level. Great. And we have some fantastic new pavilions. We have a cheese pavilion. We have a grilling pavilion. So we have some folks that are going to awesome. come out and show you how to cook on your grill because we know it's been the whole winter. Uh, we have the wine aroma pavilion. You can come in and smell the different smells of wine. And so that that's part of the VIP, VIP uh, portion of Reston. In wine and food over at uh, National Harbor, we kind of take that up a whole another notch, and we have a whole pier of different restaurants that are there, and we have lots of food that is actually included with the VIP ticket. And, and excellent and, wines, I must say. Uh, I spent most wines. of my time in the VIP last year. Yes. Well, <laughs> th- that's where we get to have fun. So yeah. we're, we actually have some really big bottles coming out. I think we nice. have a... Uh, Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. Okay, yes. Uh, If it gets there on time, we're going to have that there. But we, I mean, we go for all your silver oaks and uh, the best of the best. Um, We've got the Grange there. We've got all of my Grenaches, which I love. And then I have lots of Bordeaux because we went to Bordeaux uh, this year, my That's wife right, and I. That's right, you did. So it was very fun. I love that. So um, we'll have lots of those there this year and, and really fun and very expensive wines. We pour from... I don't know if other wine festivals will do this, but we pour wines that are, you know, retail for $500 easily. Um, We just like to have those kind of things there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, is there a winner in this taste-off or what's your thought? I mean, because I love them all. But they're just, yeah, we're the winners, right, for drinking all four of these wines. Absolutely, in the middle of the day. Well, all of the sips of the week you can check out at thewinecoach.com. You can get all the information on Greg's festivals, and there are many more we didn't even touch on yet, at drinkeatrelax.com. And then you can go through to whatever festival you're interested in. If you want to come see me at Reston, I'm there on April 27th. That's the Saturday, or at National Harbor on May 4th. And I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be fun festivals. Great springtime. I know. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.